Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC, in the house today. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, podcast and radio family. We are just so grateful to be here this morning. In fact, isn't that your thing, Pastor? You always says, if I wake up this morning, that's a blessing. So yes. It's a blessed day today. Well, praise God. I just want to say a shout out to our Durant listeners, because uh, we were at a farm uh, tour uh, because we are licensed uh, industrial hemp growers here in Durant on our farm. And uh, so we went and met some other farmers and about 80 other farmers yes. there. And one in particular, boy, he gave a testimony at the end about the power of God and <laughs> the prophetic word of God. Hey, that's, isn't that what we're going to be talking about today? Prophecy and prophets are real. It, true, true, true. And last week, our focus was still on the difference between the fruit and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Our ministry, Living Stones International, is to spread the good news to the world. That's International. Why Here you go. <laughs> Our radio program, the Stone Builder Hour, does just that. So we just thank you for joining us today. And tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and, and tell uh, family members. We want the people, you, our listeners, to know we stand with the Almighty yes. God and His statutes and commandments. Well, you know, when you said that, not only share it, but we can do that through all the medium Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. We're not on Pinterest, but uh, I have an account. We might have to start spreading the news uh -huh. that way, too, because one of the things the word says that this will be spread throughout the world and how much more appropriate is to spread it than through radio um, and each other and social um, media and podcasts and the like. Um, we discuss so many times uh, about spending time in your word, and that's one of the things that we feel the program will offer you is that opportunity to get into your word. We always tell you if, if you're somewhere where you can sit, pull out your Bibles, go over the verses and just think because of just modern technology, you can go back and forth. If you miss something to find it out, to, right. to discuss a little bit further, you could have small groups. I mean, all of this is here for you to get the word and it's the focus today that we're going to be discussing the prophets and prophecies and when you said you got that testimony oh, wow. um you know it's a wonder how if you just open yourselves up how god will just bring individuals people to mine and not only mine but in your path so you can hear the word because you know that's what that's being exhorted that's being encouraged that you can stand on your word. And, you know, a lot of times God, he's trying to get his point across. We <laughs> are his people mm -hmm. and he is our God. Sometimes we forget that. Yes. He is a listening God. Yes, he is. And he hears you all the time. But are you willing to communicate with him? That's the key. You know, Deuteronomy, we are a Bible-based ministry. Yes. And everything we do is about the Bible. 
And uh, in Deuteronomy 18, 15 says, the Lord your God will raise up unto you a prophet from the midst of you, mm. of your brethren, mm. like unto me, unto him you shall hearken according to all that you desire of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto you and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Mm. You know, Deuteronomy 18 along with uh, Deuteronomy 13 is a warning against people called diviners. Did I pronounce that right? Diviners. Diviners. Yes. Charmers. Spirits or channelers using such methods as tea leaves reading, casting of lots, seances, astrology, they are <laughs> to be seriously and carefully avoided. Mm. This is because there is an absolute, there is no absolute reality to their predictions. Those seeking to know are being misguided, putting themselves at the mercy of lying demons or at the very least of imaginative men and women. Well, when you say that, that's part of the whole point of divination is that they want to be able to be in control of what the prophets had and what the men of God had. And they couldn't have it because that's not how God provides it. But prophets were not merely a, a temporary expedient uh, that God turned on on occasions. He used them as a vital and continuing role to get out the word of God. Mm. And they distributed it. Uh, that is why um, we make provisions. That's why the provision was made for in the laws. That's an office of prophets. Yeah, that's because we believe in a fivefold ministry. ministries, yes. And so uh, with evangelists, prophets, Bishop. pastors, and teachers. So when you believe in that, that means that there is a place specifically for prophets. One of the outstanding characteristics of all the prophets of God is related to us in Hebrews 3, 1 through 2. Moses is using this as an example, and Jesus Christ, who was also a prophet, yeah. is the example. He is the ultimate example. <laughs> yeah. They were faithful in what they said. Did you hear that? They were faithful both as to their present message, something regarding the future, but they were always faithful to what had already been given in the past. Because this it's not a hocus pocus. God's going to drop in your spirit what thus says the Lord. Yeah. And yes, not everyone's, not everyone's a prophet. Not everyone's a teacher. Not everyone's a bishop. Not everyone's a pastor. Not gifts. everyone's mm -hmm. an evangelist. It's a gift. But when you are walking in those ministries, God can speak to you directly. And I know sometimes people say, well, you know, well, men have faults. How can God do that? He's, he uses who he wants to use. He says he reigns on who he wants to reign. 
Yep. And that's his prerogative. So those gifts can be given to anyone, but he wants you to be in that word doing it correctly or doing it righteously. Yeah, that's true because prophets both forth tell. Yes. That is, they bring a message out truthfully and clearly and authoritatively to those to whom it is intended. And they will on occasion, but not always, foretell. That is, they will give a message of events to occur before those events occurred. And there are some identifiers given in a series of verses which are as, oh, I'll tell you what. Here they go. What's the name of the church that we went to out in Panama City that we went to receive a prophetic word and they taped it? Yes, they did. They actually that was it. Uh, the Destiny oh, uh, Church of I want to say of uh, they were a prophetic they church, were a prophetic church. Yes, and I, oh, we have to come back. I'm having a senior moment right now because that was back touring while we oh, lived boy. in Pensacola. Yes, a so while back. That was a little while back, but I was having a senior moment. But it it had come. But it was so awesome because when they gave us the tape of the prophetic word several years later we played the tape and they were hitting the nail on the head knocking the ball out the park it was awesome in fact they said that we would be in ministry foretelling two by two that's right yeah so that that turned out to be true with our marriage ministry but there's some identifying verses in the Bible. So the foundational pattern for uh, the office of prophet was established through Moses. And the prophet will be raised up among the Israelite people, he says, of your brethren. In other words, a prophet did not have to be a Levite. A prophet did not have to be a priest. A New Testament parallel to this might be that if a prophet is raised up, he will be raised up within the Israel of God, Mm. which is the church. Yes. A prophet will perform the functions of a mediator between God and men. And and we've seen that in Jeremiah and Noah and Jonah. Um, That is the verses of 16 and 18 of Deuteronomy 18. Number well, number four, the fourth one I want to talk about is because of this, a prophet will stand apart from the system that is already installed. He is an outsider. <laughs> He's outside the system. In fact, I, I remember when we were uh, at New Dimensions in Pensacola, a lot of times when prophets came in, people were got scared. Yeah, because they didn't know whether they were going to point out people. They usually come with a word for the church. Yeah. That is true. But there are some times when God's spirit moves that they call out people mm. specifically. And so when that happens, people get nervous yeah. because it's like, you want to well, be called you, out. Right. How you how can you speak to me? You I don't want know my me sins to be covered. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, a prophet is directly appointed and separated for his office by God. Mm. And therefore, the the thrust of the prophet's service is as God's representative and is direct and authoritative. Well, I want to go back when I was talking about Hebrews 3, 1. Uh, I want to read that because I think we need to hear 
when we hear the word prophet, sometimes or priest or high priest, sometimes we think it's something so big. But Hebrews 3, 1 and 2 says, wherefore, holy brethren. So you not only are prophet, you a holy person. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. He is holy. He is of a heavenly calling. <laughs> He's an apostle and high priest of our profession who was faithful to him that appointed him as also Moses was faithful in all his house. So sometimes we forget that we need to be holy. We forget sometimes that we need to be participating on a higher level than where we're at right now. And as members of the church, as partakers in the church, as the church, we need to be holy, just as God is holy. That's right, because walking with God, it's not possible without understanding his ways, because all the methods of God are made known in his word. Yes. The commonest thing about God is that he's a talking God. Yes, he is. Listening to. Yes, whatever he wants to do, he speaks first. He's a prophetic based being. He has created you after the same manner and likeness. We got me after all. We were made in his His image. image. Yes. So if you are asking what is a, you know, what it is to be prophetic, just look to God. Yes. Yes. Just look yes. to God. Because he is willing and able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Well, right now we're going to come to our uh, second half of the program. We're going to come back. We're going to review specific prophets and whether we have any prophets in our modern days. Yes. (laughs) Because God is still speaking to his people. He hasn't stopped. Through prophets. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. Greetings and welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder J.C. We are your hosts and ministers of Living Stones International. And we are thankful to have the Stone Builders Hour 
because we invite you to become a stone builders with us in this work bringing the good news to the world all you have to do is visit our website at welivingstones.org and on that page it'll give you all our information uh, you you can send us some questions. Uh, you can send us some answers. <laughs> That's true. We could have a discussion going on. And if we get enough, maybe we can even start a Bible study. All things are possible yes. uh, because we are God-fearing people. So we just want to do the will of God. Praise God. That's all we want to do is do the will of God. So we were talking about um, uh, prophets. Matter of fact, um, I have a prophetic word right now that there's someone out there is going to send us a check for $25. Is that how they do it? <laughs> that's how they do that. Well, I'm not sure that's Benny the, Hinn and the all those Ford, guys. foretell and, and foretell. <laughs> but we, we invite you to become part of the stone builders because one of the things that we're doing is building a stone upon a stone. And remember, our principal uh, verse is First Peter 2, 4 through 9, that talks about the stone the builders threw away yeah. becomes the chief cornerstone. You know, that post, that, that stone you put on top of the post. Yeah. So, and we are a holy nation because we want to bring those who are in darkness into God's marvelous light season. Yeah. Yeah, there's only 400,000 supposed to be saved. We just want to be able to help. Matter of fact, we're trying to get in ourselves. That's right. And while we're trying to get in ourselves. I'm going to be in that number. trying to throw a lifeline. <laughs> Praise God. Let me get serious here. When we hear the word prophet, we immediately think of the Old Testament. Yes. This is a natural reaction because that is where most of them appear in the Bible. Uh, That's the way the focus was. And our memory as we stated earlier, brings forth names like Moses, yes. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and David. He was a prophet. And they were all great men. However, without a doubt, the two greatest prophets of all time appear in the New Testament. That's John the Baptist and Jesus the Christ. And John the Baptist is the last and greatest under the old covenant and jesus christ is the first and greatest of the new covenant well it's funny because when you think of john the baptist everyone thinks of him as a crazy man he run around with skins on eight grasshoppers and he was he not by sufficient he lived yes, off the land yes he was not by standards like the pharisees and the sadducees in fact, the Greek literally says he was more than a prophet. Hmm. And part of the reason for this is that John fulfilled the prophecy given in Malachi 3.1. And just a sidebar, our son's name is Malachi. And when he was born, he was a preemie. He was only not even quite three pounds. And we were always thinking that there was going to be some danger to him growing up, but he's strong. He's got his own family now. But when I read this verse, because when he was born, you know, that was stressful. That was a stressful time. We didn't know whether he, was gonna, whether he was going to make it or not. And I read this verse, Malachi 3.1, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. 
And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. And I knew when I read that verse, he was going to be okay. Yeah, He went from light to dark yeah. <laughs> because of blood, blood transfusions. He had some good blood. Yeah. Whatever's blood he got, boy. It saved him. <laughs> but just like John, that was a prophecy for him to live and be where he's at today. Maybe he's going to have lung damage. Yes. have some brain right. damage. This boy is but one of the smartest of athletic. Yes, he is. And a uh, family man. Yes. Uh, husband, father. About thirty five now. Yes, he's up there. I had to. I had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no other prophet, aside from Yeshua the Christ, was ever the fulfillment of a distinct prophecy and such an important one. Mm-hmm. And in Luke one five through seven, you get an idea of how important he was. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named. Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. And remember Aaron, Moses' brother, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child Mm. because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. Again, Luke 1, 5 through 7. God, but you know, some swim old women. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and old I, I'm not confirming that because I do <laughs> not want to be walking in that. But the fact, but that's the miracle. Yeah. That's the greatness. Because if left up to man's devices, she would not have had a child. Yeah. But God stepped in and made a miracle. And there are many women there who want to have a child. And I just pray that God open up your womb so that you can be blessed. Right yes. Now. Amen. In the name of Yeshua. Yes. Because uh, it always seems like those who want the child never don't have an opportunity for father or motherhood. And those who don't want them, they always get them. It's like, oh, help us, Lord. So the Almighty miraculously caused John the Baptist's conception and birth. Yes. Even as he did Isaac's and Jesus. John the Baptist appeared in each of the four Gospels, and in each case, his story is subordinate to that of Jesus. This is as it should be. Yet John was quite effective in what he did in preparing the way for the Christ. And his dress and his diet as JC, he, he loved that honey. Yes, he did. I guess that the I honey guess helped it, swallow those crickets. Crunch, crunch. Or, or grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> they were protein, so yes. that means he might have been eating worms too, huh? Mm. Oh, God, they didn't have body odor back then, did they? Or uh, deodorant and everything? Well, I'm sure they did. Oh, he's always Perfume. baptizing people. Oh, remember the story of the alabaster jar. Yeah, and he was always in the water baptizing, so. Oh, help me, Lord. But he was distinctive from what was normal even for his time. Yes. His dress was durable and serviceable, what would normally be associated with clothing of the poorest of the land. 
And the same is true of his diet. His diet would be unusual for us, but common for the poor folks of his time. Mm. And we can be sure that since he was God's spirit from birth, that was stated in Luke one fifteen, he was in no way the almost wild man he is usually perceived as in the movies or through stories. Everybody thinks he's a wild, crazy yes, guy. Yes, he was. And is dressing his hair into his parents. Paul says in, in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God have given us not. a spirit, not a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So even though he looked crazy, even though he ate what poor folks ate at that time, he really, in the spirit of God, was a great man because yeah. he, he prepared the way. So as mentioned earlier, the prophets tended to operate outside the priestly system, you know, the Sadducees and, and others established by God. Nowhere is there more evident than the lives of John. And remember Jeremiah, he was critical too. And Amos, Jeremiah fifteen seventeen records the prophet's complaint about his solitude. I did not sit in the assembly of the mockers, hmm. nor did I rejoice. I sat alone because of your hand. He's talking about God. For you have filled me with indignation. Because remember, during Jeremiah's time, he had to tell them that they was doing the wrong things and go against everything that they stood for because they were going against God. They had to stand up against the king. Right. Amos provides us with his experience when receiving God's calling. Then Amos answered and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor was I the son of a prophet, because usually the Levites were the priests, and they usually come from a lineage of priesthood. He said, but I was a herdsman and a tender of sycamore fruit. Then the Lord took me as I followed the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy to my people, Israel. <laughs> I mean, that's tapping somebody on the shoulder there. And just go. And then and that's where the blessing comes. Yes. Is that when you are picked, because many are called. But few are chosen. And a lot of folks, they don't act upon it because it might be outside of your, the norm. Oh, I got to give up my fancy house. I got to give up my fancy car. My fancy clothes to go out and do God's will. Oh, boy. There's been much comparison of John the Baptist as the second Elijah. Because the angel tells Zechariah before John the Baptist's birth, he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Go back and look at Luke 117. That's where it's at. In the spirit and power of Elijah, it indicates he resembled Elijah in doing a similar work of revealing the true God through a ministry devoted to preaching repentance and certainly of things contained in the scriptures regarding Jesus the Christ. Well, you know, we we are coming to uh, near the end of our program. Yeah, you know, thirty to an hour. No, thirty minutes is good for me. But I just want to just emphasize that each of them, the prophets in their type, had to reestablish things and preach repentance in preparation for the receiving 
receiving of the gospel and the Messiah. That's what John had to do. He had to prepare the way. But not a single one of them was the Elijah to come because that office and prophecy, as Yeshua stated, had already been fulfilled. And there is no higher authority. He said he came to fulfill the word. Not to change. Yes. Even during John the Baptist's time, family was the key to his preaching. Do you know they had family issues back then too? (laughs) Because his preaching was to turn the hearts of the child to the father and the father to the child. We need to heed the prophet's word words we are not far behind what he had to deal with during that time it's even worse now yes even prophets of today tote the same line as john the baptist amos and elijah and i think pastor you have someone that um you follow in terms of who's a prophet today uh, well well he's bishop bernard jordan uh, out of new york uh uh he has uh, a book of uh, some of the prophetic words that he had given uh, that God has spoke to him and over time um, have been revealed. They, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them come true. So he's a modern day uh, prophet. Plus there's a lot that uh, people don't know about. I know we have folks come to our various churches yes. that uh, gave a prophetic word and they were truly holy. And then several sometimes prophetic words takes a little while to even come about yeah and they come true that's like all you can do is say wow i remember that praise god well pastor you're gonna end us up in a prayer a short one dear father we bow down in all of you and i thank you because it's always in your pleasure to answer those who call upon your name to bless them and show them a favor All right. Thank you for your ability to do exceedingly and abundantly above anything we can ask or think. Yes, Lord. Praise God God for that. Yes. We will be back next week. I'm not sure if prophecy is still going to be there, but one of the things that we know is we will be here. Join us. On iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Music, all of them. Put in the Stone Builders Hour, and you can listen at your convenience. Plus all the other previous shows. Study with us. God bless you.